Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the Pro Football Chase Podcast. It's Isaac Signs with you, and on the line for an interview today is Rams wide receiver Robert Woods. The Bills drafted Woods in the second round of the 2013 NFL Draft, and after playing out his rookie contract with the Bills, he later signed a five-year deal with the Rams in March of 2017. So, Robert, thanks again for joining me today, and how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. All right, man. So, we're right in the middle of draft season. As you know, the scouting combine just wrapped up in Indianapolis. So, I want to take you all the way back to your journey in 2013. So, what do you remember about the process leading up to draft night, and how did you handle it all? Uh, just, just training. Just really, just was trying to get get ready for the NFL for the next level. Um, I knew my name would be called. Didn't know when and where. Um, but uh, just, just getting excited to go to to go and get drafted. Uh, you know, wait around the first day. Hopefully, I can get late in the first round. Um, you know, didn't make it. Second round, got the early call from Buffalo, and uh, really just. That's where that's where it took off. That's where the career and NFL journey started. That's a perfect segue to my next question because you did spend the first four years of your career with the Bills. So I ask you, what did you learn during your tenure there, and how did it help your development as a player? Uh, I think it helped me a lot. Just going to Buffalo, uh, experiencing uh, 
different playing in different weather. You know, I grew up in California. Uh, played played at USC, so that was like my my going away experience. Um, playing playing ball at the new element, playing uh, with the run game. Um, just having different quarterbacks, you know, up and down type years. But I'm really just trying to focus on myself and learn how to be better as a player, as a teammate, and what ways I can contribute. And um, and in Buffalo, it was just learning how to block, getting that down aspect down in my game. And really, you know, I felt like I was open, uh, you know, often, almost almost every time in Buffalo. So not getting the ball just made me want to be more open, push push to work harder in the off season, push hard to work at practice. And uh, really just getting the opportunity to showcase that in L.A., all the work that I put in um, and developed as a receiver in Buffalo. Now, you signed a deal with the Rams in 2017, as I just talked about. So how cool has it been for you to return to your home state of California? And when did you know the Rams were a possibility when you were a free agent? Yeah, really, uh, home state, home city, this is this is where I grew up, play ball, but um, really, really just on um, the free agency market, probably two weeks um, before signing, uh, Rams talk picked up with uh, my agent. Um, there were other teams in the mix, and I I was actually told my agent, I don't know about L.A. because, you know, how many players actually really get to play in their hometown? That That's probably super rare. Um, really wasn't expecting it to happen. But uh, just just the weeks played out. L.A. was the most aggressive team, and then uh, just signing with them, learning learning about McVeigh, uh, Eric Yarber, all these people who I kind of um, had relationships with through other people. Uh, just knowing knowing them, being able to communicate with them in the off season, and uh, just signing with some coaches that I had trust in. Now you just talked about Sean McVeigh because he had just been hired as the Rams head coach when you signed there. What were your initial impressions of him being the youngest coach at the time, and what stands out about him as a leader? A uh, great leader, you know, at the time. I uh, just knew he was the youngest coach, and I uh, knew he came from uh, Washington Redskins, um, who um, had a receiver coach uh, my first year in the league, Ike, uh, who joined him in Washington and was just telling me, no, he's, he's a genius, he, he runs the offense. Um, he's a great, great coach to be with and pair with. And then um, just coming and, and seeing that witnessing for myself, um, truly mastermind. Everybody knows this, his his mind, his his, his memory is on point. But uh, really just seeing his offense, he's very, very creative, um, great communicator. Great. Now, you all finished the 2017 season with an 11-5 and record and Put together another stellar season in 2018 with a 13-3 record and the number two seed in the NFC. Now, the one game that stands out was Week 11 against the Chiefs on Monday Night Football. The game was initially scheduled to take place in Mexico City, but was moved back to L.A. due to the field conditions. So, what do you remember about that primetime atmosphere and you know that it was a, a difficult time for the city of LA with those wildfires. Yeah, it was a difficult time for for us and and our community out in Thousand Oaks. Um, just the wildfires taking over uh, a lot of our guys. Um, you know, being displaced from their homes uh, in the middle of the night, 
um, not knowing what was going on, what was what was continuously going on, we ended up leaving, going to Denver for the week to prepare for our Mexico City game, and uh, then change of plans with Mexico. So we ended up uh, coming back to LA and and playing our game. So it meant a lot to be able to play in our home um, stadium, uh, bring out some supporters, the firefighters, and being able to have what I felt like was one of the you know greatest shootouts of, of football, and being able to win. Um, was just just the ultimate ending for that up and down week. Uh, it was able to. Uh, it was great to end on a great high note. Now in week fourteen, Robert against the Chicago Bears, you caught seven passes for sixty-one yards, but you reached a very special milestone, eclipsing a thousand yards receiving for the first time in your career. So, what was it like being able to accomplish that? in your sixth season as a pro uh just really just saying you know finally uh been putting in the work um finally got the opportunity to have as many touches uh to reach a thousand yards um and you know last year unfortunately i got hurt mid midway in the season but other than that just just working and grinding to to get to this point and uh finally broke it with a lot of games left um i feel like you know just reaching that mark solidifies yourself as as a true true receiver, true number one receiver, um, you know that was the goal always to get in the league, break, break a thousand and and stay above it and keep pushing, and uh, just reaching for the first time, uh, great goal, but really have a lot more um, to make up for. You were also the highest graded wide receiver in the NFC West by Pro Football Focus with the. An 88.0 grade, and Tyler Lockett came in second at 80.3. So you had a pretty good margin there. So does that have any significance for you? Uh, a little bit. I mean, you always want to uh, – I feel like the grade uh, has been good, and you see the um, elite receivers um, with breaking 90 uh, are red. But really just trying to hone into my game, trying to be the top. You know, it's great to be the top in the NFC West, but – there's a lot more receivers um, in the league, so I'm just reaching to be at the top of them all and um, just got to keep keep adding to my game, and we'll see what next year brings. What has it been like playing alongside Brandon Cooks, Cooper Cup? I know he went down with an injury, but Josh Reynolds, another young wide receiver. What is the relationship that you all have as a wide receiver unit, and how have you been able to develop a tight bond? Really, just just how we work. We got a great group of guys come in, uh, know the game plan, know the offense, true professionals. So when we come to work, um, we're we're honestly out there just working our craft, and we trying to work hard for each other because we're we're all busting our butts. And then uh, just just when we do our technique drills, catching the ball, you see guys make plays. That we all push each other to be be at our best at all times, and. Uh, Really, when you have a unit like that with a complete group of receivers and talented guys, uh, you guys are always motivated, always pushing each other to do do better. Now, Robert, this one is uh, kind of a a curveball at you. I know it may be difficult to answer right on the spot, but if you can, give me three cornerbacks that you say have been the toughest matchups for you up to this point in your career. Uh, so my career, I'd probably say early on, uh, going against Revis, um, my, my early Buffalo days, uh, Cromartie, 
and let's see who else. I would say Brent Grimes. Uh, and that was, that was really just uh, three different type of corners I had. You know, Brent Grimes, who was the quick, quick receiver, quick feet. Every time I went in my route, I had to make sure I had quick feet and get out my brakes because if I didn't, he was right on my back. Um, good releases with um, Kamardi and being able to dig because he's able to make up with his, with his long speed. But uh, being able to play quick with his game. And then Revis, I would say, is probably the most complete. He's quick, strong, fast, and um, really just, just the ultimate ultimate built corner. Now, y'all made a run to the Super Bowl for the first time in 17 years. And on the way there, you defeated the Dallas Cowboys. That was your first playoff matchup that you played there at the L.A. Coliseum, which was your home stadium at USC, Robert. So take me back to that evening game, what was the atmosphere like in L.A., and how did it help get you all ready to put on a show against the Dallas Cowboys? Uh, just just prepping, um, just getting able to play at home, um, getting our ground game back, uh, running running with Gurley, getting them ready for the playoff, and then um, really just, just honing in our offense. We, became, we were right in rhythm, hitting the playoffs and really just finishing up strong and getting in gear for that. Now, the NFC Championship game, y'all went into New Orleans, got revenge from a loss earlier in the regular season, and that was a wild game, especially with that controversial call. But nonetheless, y'all showed resiliency as a team and fought back, won the game in overtime. So what did you learn about your team and y'all's ability to shake off difficulties and still pull it together. Really, just being ourselves. Uh, don't don't let any mistakes kill us. And if they do, we're able to uh, maintain our our poise and, and be able to bounce back. And um, we we trailed in that game. We trailed all all the whole game, and really was just feeling confident. Felt like we were in control, and um, really just getting a chance to go into overtime. Uh, our defense made a play, um, and our offense was able to was still off at the end. It was one of those moments where it was just back and forth all game, but we just remained focused, stayed poised, knew we were in control, and, and finished out strong. On your way to the Super Bowl, that was in Atlanta this year, the biggest stage in the NFL. So I want to ask you, what was Super Bowl week like, and how did you take in the moment with your family? Uh, as I, as I expected, uh, we, we knew early on there'll be a lot of media and that's exactly what it was. Uh, first couple of days, all media based, getting these interviews out the way. But, uh, once we, once we got to football, it was, it was all football family, uh, as well. Family would happen early on when they got in we were able to have an entrance party for them, welcoming party. Um, we was able to go to dinner with them, but once it was, Football time, it was definitely football time. Guys were able to lock in, and it felt much like a normal week. As for the game itself, we know the Patriots, they won the matchup, right? But what are some positives that you can look on as a team and use to your benefit moving forward? Um, get back. We, we know what it takes uh, to get to the Super Bowl. Um, we know how to work. We know how to be a complete team uh, to get back to that point. But really... That experience, just being there, being able to go against a great team, um, one of the all-time great quarterbacks, 
but really just realizing that, you know, they're, they're just a normal team, um, just like anybody else. They only put up, was it, was it nine points or six points, whatever it was, but three points pretty much the whole game. And, um, really just for us to realize that they're a normal, normal team. We could play with anybody. Um, we're the best of the best. Um, really just take this off season, remember that and, and get back to work and get there again. Now, turning the page, talked about the offseason. It's now underway. So who are you training with right now, and how are you looking to improve yourself as a player? Yeah, I uh, I train by myself. I, I train on the track. I train uh, really just honing in on speed and, and my feet. And then a couple of receivers come out. Um, you know, Cooper, once he, he's back with his knee, he'll step out as well. Um, but uh, really just... Just staying, staying, working, uh, and really just be explosive. I know I had broke a thousand, twelve hundred yards last last season. I feel like it's a lot more in the tank. It's a lot more left on the field. A lot more that I could do to contribute, and um, really just just ready to pick right back up where I left off uh, week one. Now, Robert, what is your message to all the Rams fans as you begin preparations for the 2019 season? What can they expect from you all as a team? Uh, just a whole revamp team, uh, poised again, um, taking taking one game one game at a time, one week at a time, just as we did. Um, Got to get some of these players back uh, and these young players going as well. Um, see what this draft brings, bring all these rookies in, get them to work and buy into to our philosophy um, as Rams. We're really just ready to work. Fans ready to work, ready to cheer, players ready to grind, coaches ready to, you know, add new things and put in work. Um, but uh, it's the off season. It's time to rebuild. Well, Robert, again, I appreciate you taking the time to join me for an interview today. I hope to stay in contact moving forward, man. Enjoy the rest of your offseason. Take care, and God bless. Will do. Thanks, Isaac. Appreciate it. All right, man. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com.